So you've reached the age of zero energy, zero sex drive, and zero weight loss. And you wake up every morning with aches and pains. You're not alone. There is help with Nava Health. Nava Health's technology-driven approach goes beyond symptoms to find the root cause. Nava medical experts will create a customized plan to help you feel your best at every age. Visit navacenter.com forward slash POD to learn more. Or call 855-680-6282 today. Don't put off feeling as good as you can. Call 855-680-6282. Results may vary. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we are live. Welcome to the MLB Strategy Show Solo Edition. I am Josh Engelman. You can see my Twitter handle below my body here to break down everything we've got today. Main slate starting up first. We're looking through six games. And we're going to clear everything out of this file. We're going to reload everything. And we're going to take a look at the early, hoping that we maybe we got an extra lineup or two before we run everything. So... That's the plan for today. We are brought to you by Caesars. We'll talk about them a little bit later. We've got all the time in the world right now. I'm excited. I want to have some fun. I didn't win anything yesterday, so maybe today will be the day that we are looking for. Hit that like button if you haven't done it yet. Subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live. And as I mentioned before, follow me on Twitter because that's just a nice thing to do, guys. It's just a nice thing to do. It's that easy. I want to make sure we're live here, and it appears that we are. No Neil Orfield with me on this one. So um, it's, it's just a solo endeavor, but that's fun. Ooh, I should put the process music on in the background. I don't have that yet. Turn that down to 10... There we go. We should have some music on in the background. So we're going to talk about Caesars in a bit. I've got all of my data up right now. And I want to start right out of the gate. We're going to have a little bit of trouble breaking down the main. I'm going to be honest. Because, one, uh, DraftKings is handling Shohei Otani in a weird way. So he's, like, not a part of the slate yet. Either way, early or main. Uh, although, I actually, I don't think he's on the early, but uh, neither here nor there. So, uh, so that's going to look a little bit weird for the Angels. We've got a little bit of ambiguity going on and everything, but we're going to talk through as much as we can for the main and then really get to the early. Yeah, it's not X, guys. It's just not X. It's Twitter. It's Twitter. We all know what I mean. If I say X, I'm going to sound weird. If I say Twitter, everybody knows what I mean. It's the same principle as using the Cleveland hmm and the Washington hmm Sometimes it's just a little bit easier to know what we're doing. 
So I say we just get into it because I'm going to be talking for a while. This is going to be, I don't want to say a long one, but I'm not as well versed in the solo game. We've still got two more months before basketball comes back and I get back into that bad boy. But for now, I say we do it. So we're going to lead it off. Baltimore Orioles, 4.1 run implied total, taking on, whoop, taking on the Toronto Blue Jays. Jack Flaherty going for Baltimore. Kevin Gossman going for Toronto. Looking like, let's refresh this. Looking like Kevin Gossman, 10-6, most expensive pitcher on the main slate. Flaherty, 8,100 on the opposite side. So, lots to talk about here, actually. Um, I ran a crunch before this. It's still a little wonky because of that Otani stuff. It's, it's a weird main slate. Sorry, Tolga. I have to start with the main first because the early might have lineups by the time we get to it. And if I could do all of it, then we should take advantage of those lineups. So, right now, we're projecting Kevin Gossman to be 30% owned. Okay, so we don't have... Here's the first issue, and it'll be the easiest thing to see. I'm getting all of the Reed Detmers because we're projecting him for no ownership. So I'm just going to add Reed Detmers to the list here. I believe Reed Detmers is going to be the guy that's starting the, uh, the second game. Let's just double check that quickly. But I believe it's Reed Detmers. Supposed to be Reed Detmers for the 9.30 start per MLB.com. So I'm going to pop Reed Detmers in for what I had him to be optimal, which is basically the best pitcher on the board at 7,600. Let's be aware of this here. If Reed Detmers is 7,600 today, he looks really nice. That's problematic. So I'm going to give him 25% ownership right now just to hold a spot so that I don't immediately have a million percent of him. But that's going to change all of this ownership. Him not being included changes sort of everything. Same for Otani. It's a weird scenario right now. Everything will be fine by the time we get to the deeper dive. Now that said, I do think Kevin Gossman is probably properly owned at 30%. I don't love the spot. I only have him projected for five and a half strikeouts. I guess we should take a look and see what that line looks like right now too. So if I bounce on over to, in this case, FanDuel Sportsbook, but you should use Caesars, link in the description. Um, and then we take a look. Does this game? All right, there it is. Kevin Gossman, strikeout prop, main slate is going to be six and a half minus 134 to the under. I got it at 5.6. That's probably pretty close. Do I like Kevin Gossman? Yeah. Should he be owned? Yeah, but... I think relative to salary, I don't think he's all that different from Kershaw, from Morton. And I do think Detmers will look a little bit better. I'm actually light on Kevin Gossman right now. That's not normal for me, but it is happening. Similarly, Jack Flaherty on the opposite side should be about 16% owned. He is 19% owned. I only have eight. I am lighter in this game on the pitching. And it's probably because I'm a little bit heavier in the hitting. We have 4% aggregate ownership going to Baltimore. I'm getting to a little bit more of that. Clearly, clearly not a fun scenario. It's never going to be a good time to go up against Kevin Gossman, but does give up a little bit of power to lefty. So someone like Gunnar Henderson certainly stands out. Park plays up lefty power a little bit. 
Uh, Santander looks a little bit better. Rutschman. What you're going to get is a lot of lefties here against Kevin Gossman because it's switch hitter for Rutschman, switch hitter for Santander. If this lineup is right, O'Hearn, Mullins, Frazier, lots of lefties. So I have 17 five-man Orioles stacks as of this moment. That's 2x the field. I don't mind it. We have them 11th in top stack. I have them 10th. We got to remember this is not a big slate, only six games, so 12 total teams. But you do get on the opposite side of the Kevin Gossman ownership. Can I tell you guys to like go after the Orioles a lot? No, it's Kevin Gossman on the opposite side. But 4% chance at top stack. I have it at five. Call it, you know, call it four and a half, whatever you want to say there. That's not the worst odds in the world for Baltimore. On the opposite side, though, I'm happy to get to some Toronto. There's still a lot of power. 7.5% aggregate ownership. I have about 10. I have 16 five-man stacks. The raw power against Jack Flaherty certainly plays. Uh, Flaherty, a little bit of trouble with lefty power. That's not as bad against Toronto as it is sort of in the opposite direction. But the righty power is still very functional and real. Like Vlad Guerrero doesn't need help to have power. I like this game in a weird way more for the offense, at least as of right now, than for the pitching. Maybe that changes later today, but I do think the Baltimore stack against Kevin Gossman is sneakier than most people would believe. Weird to think about. Weird to think about. Let me take a sip of water. So if I'm ranking the game, though, holistically speaking, Kevin Gossman is one. Jack Flaherty is two. Uh, the Blue Jays would be three and the Orioles would be four. But if we're talking about the way that I'm playing it, it's sort of the reverse. Now, next up, Yankees and Nats. Uh, this is one that's causing, it was causing me problems earlier. We'll see what kind of problems it causes for the rest of us. I, I think that we'll see this Severino ownership calm down a bit once we get Detmers, but... Luis Severino going for the Yankees. Mackenzie Gore going for the Nats. Severino is not good. We know this. We know this. 198x ISO to lefties for Severino this season. Oh, sorry. That's uh, including last season. 254 to lefties this year. 220 to righties. He hasn't been good. In any way, in any sort of descriptive nature... Luis Severino has been incredibly problematic as a starter. That said, he is 36% owned today. That's not, I don't think that holds, especially once Detmers gets in here. This is a guy that hasn't been very good at all. Only went four innings his last time out. Uh, hasn't been going deeper into games as of late. I gave him five innings, and I still don't like him. So, if he's 36% owned, it's insane. I'm going to knock him down to 25, just thinking maybe that helps with the Reed Detmer stuff. And if that happens, I do get to a little bit more Severino. I have him about 14% owned. Like, that's what he should be. So 25 feels a little high. Anything in the 30s is nuts. He's not that guy. He, even in this spot against the Nats, he doesn't profile as a strikeout guy either. And that's really the issue. It's not as if his stuff is playing up here. The Nats don't strike out all that much. But 5400 it's a price tag you kind of got to pay attention to. That's sort of the annoying part. Where is this line? Or do we not? There it is. Severino. Let's look at strikeouts. Five and a half is the line. 
Under is minus 152. That's pretty heavy. I got him at 4.2. I feel pretty good about the way that I have Severino projected. 30-something percent ownership is too much. You should probably be in that 15 to 25% range. On the opposite side for Mackenzie Gore, 7,400. He's 20% owned. He's right next to Reed Detmers. And that's the difference here. I think Detmers is the better option. How that plays out in ownership will dictate a lot of this. I don't mind going to Mackenzie Gore. I think he's appropriately owned. Somewhere in that 15 to 20% range seems perfect. Now for bats, I'm getting to a lot of the Yankees. I don't I don't want to get away from them in any way. This park plays up power in a big, big way. There is a lot of power in this Yankees lineup. Mackenzie Gore has a lot of trouble with it. 183 XISO this season to lefties, 200 to righties. You've got Judge, Stanton, Volpe, Bader, Higashioka. There is, I've got it at a 199 XISO for New York today. This is the spot. I love getting to the Yankees. I don't normally like getting to the Yankees, but I have 35 man stacks. This is the number three owned team right now. They're fifth in our top stack tool, second in value. I'm more extreme. I got it third and first in value because outside of Aaron Judge at 6,200, the next most expensive guy is Stanton at 42. Sign me up. Love the Yankees tonight. This one's not going to change at all. I'm going to be very interested in New York the entire day. I don't have the same sort of interest in the Nats, although I kind of wish that I did because of Severino. Eighth in top stack, fifth in top value. They're ninth in ownership. Nothing crazy coming from an ownership standpoint. I'm hoping Severino could just stop the bleeding a little bit here. I don't expect to really to get to much Washington. If you're not a big Luis Severino guy, stack up the Nats. I understand why you would want to do it, especially if he's really pulling that kind of ownership. I don't really think he is. I think it'll be a little bit lower. And if that's the case, I don't have much interest in Washington. All righty. Next up, we're going to go to the Guardians. Three and a half run implied total taking on the Dodgers. They've got a five run implied total. Xavion Curry going for Cleveland. Clayton Kershaw going for the Dodgers. 9,900 for Kershaw. He's 19% owned. He's 24% top two pitcher in our pitcher tool. I have him 21% is where he should be. 20% of Kershaw. That's where, he, that's where he's at. He's not positively owned. He's not negatively owned. He's just right where he should be. Kershaw looks good. I'm getting to a little bit of Curry. Um, it's just a value thing. It's a size of the slate thing. Is he any good? Probably not. Has had, like, a little bit of success against lefties in a minimal sample. Is that our takeaway? Maybe. 136 X ISO to lefties so far. Maybe that helps him out here in a park that, you know, isn't, isn't bad for him. Uh, nukes righty power at the very least. There's just no strikeouts for Curry, and that's really the problem. But as a value option at 5,200 on a six-gamer, I don't hate getting a little bit. I don't think 1% is the correct ownership for, for Curry. I think it should be like seven. So do with that what you will, but don't get a lot, please. The, the play here is Kershaw if you're looking for a pitcher. Uh, Sean, uh, yeah, uh, Neil was never going to make this show. He... he he had a conflict that wouldn't have worked, so I'm going solo. And then I have a conflict tomorrow, so I won't be on the strategy show. All right, if we're talking bats, 
Uh, 13% aggregate ownership to the Dodgers right now. That is second. They're also second in top stack. They're second in my top stack. But I'm not getting here. Uh, I, I do wish that I was, but I'm getting to everybody else that you pay up for. I'm also getting to the Angels, but I'm getting Red Sox, Astros, Braves. You know I'm getting to the Yankees. The Dodgers are sort of like my fade. And I don't want to say that as if you shouldn't play the Dodgers, because you should still play the Dodgers. This is There's a reason they rank as highly as they do. And outside of Betts and Freeman and Muncie, sorry, Betts, Freeman, and Smith, like everybody else is priced appropriately. 4700 for Max Muncie is a great price tag. I don't mind that at all. Will Smith for 5700 is great too, but Betts and Freeman are appropriately priced. There's enough value at the bottom of the lineup for the Dodgers that they look good. It's just not the spot that I'm going to today. I think the park is playing a pretty big role here. The, the mitigation of power is helping to limit the amount of Dodgers that I'm getting. I actually have more Cleveland than I do Dodgers. Now, do I have a lot? No, it's mostly Jose Ramirez. I have 11% Jose Ramirez, minimal amounts of everybody else. And on a six gamer, you're always going to have somebody. They're the number one value team in our value metric. I had them fifth. That'll probably go up a little bit once we add more players into this, like Otani, for example. But Cleveland's a great value. I mean, 5,500 for Jose Ramirez, and then you're at 4K for Jimenez. This Guardians team is ultra, ultra cheap. So if you need to use them as a value, it's there for you. But the Dodgers are the team that everybody is going to. I just happen to see them as an easy fade. So that's where we stand for Guardians and Dodgers. We're already through the first three games. I love solo shows. Not that I don't like doing shows with Neil or Adam or whoever, but I like the pacing of just doing whatever I want whenever I want to. Oh, that water hits the spot. A little too cold, but we'll be all right. Okay, okay, okay. Let's go next game, Braves and Mets. I Braves, 5.6 run implied total. The Mets, 4.2. Charlie Morton is going for Atlanta. He is 31% owned at 9K. Jose Quintana is 7,100 going for the Mets. He is 2% owned. So let's start with Morton. 9K, 3,100, probably a hair over-owned. We got him 26% top two pitcher. I got him 25% top two pitcher. Uh, probably should be around 25% owned. His ownership is not a problem to me. I only have 17%. Once again, this is a giant Reed Detmers issue. I don't mind that at all. I like Morton. 9K works. But like I said before, I'm basically neutral on Kershaw. I'm basically, like, I, I don't find any of those top couple pitchers all that different. So I'm happy to have some Morton. I just don't ever think I'm going to get up to 30%. I'm going to be very flat for Gossman, Kershaw, Morton, between the three, and Chris Sale at 8,500. It's just that weird slate for today. Pricing on pitching is balanced for me. Uh, Jose Quintana on the opposite side, it's clearly a terrifying spot against the Atlanta Braves. Do you want to get some? Sure. I mean, 2% owned probably needs to be a little bit more owned than that. I think you can get upwards of 10% on Quintana on this slate and feel okay about it. I only have four. I don't think you need to go crazy when you're going here. But if Jose or Kitty is going to get 18% ownership, Jose Quintana should get a little bit more. I think that we can agree in. It, I get it. Like, you don't want to face the Braves. It's the Braves. But... Quintana doesn't exactly get blown up, so I think it's worth the shot. Now, as we look at bats, 
I actually have more of the Mets than I do the Atlanta Braves, but we'll talk about the Braves first. They're number one in my top stack. They're one number one in our, on our site's top stack. They're pretty expensive, but they do have some value in the lineup. But, you know, you get the Acunas and Matt Olsons of the world justifying their price tags. They're number one in ownership, about 15% in the aggregate. Now, I'm going to get a ton of Acuna. I want, like, I don't really care how he's owned. He's either going to be in a stack. He's either going to be in a Brave stack, which is minimal. I only have four. Or I'm just using Acuna as a one-off guy in other lesser-owned stacks. I'm happy to get there. But I don't have much. I'm under the field in the aggregate. I have 9%. Braves are 15 but I'm still getting 28% Acuna. I'm still getting 14% Riley. I'm getting the things that I want to get of the players that are good. I'm just not getting a lot of brave stacks because it seems like everybody's already there. And I'm okay with that. The Mets, on the other hand, though, against Morton. A little bit interesting. You know, Morton hasn't had any major power issues on paper. But if you dig in a little bit further, 193 X ISO to righties. He's had some righty power issues in the past. 163 if you add in uh, last year as well. And I don't think it's ever going to get any better. So I don't mind getting to the Mets because I just think there's a lot of power in a park that plays up power. Now, I have 15 five-mans. They're fifth in ownership. So I'm basically neutral to the Mets right out of the gate. Ninth in top stack, fourth in top value. They're neutral in our stack score. They're neutral in my stack score. I think you got to get to some of the Mets because I do think they look kind of good against a 30% owned Morton. There's going to be a lot of spots where I think the offense on the opposite side of a pitcher's ownership is really appealing for today. Uh, I'll rank this one Morton. Braves, Mets, Quintana. Do we already get that kind of news? No Flaherty, it's Dean Kramer? Yep. Well, that didn't take long. That didn't take long at all. Um. All right, so... Let's see, what else do we got? Next game? No, you know what? Before we go to the next game... Let's do this. Hit the like button. There's 200 of you here. That obviously helps me out a ton. Schedule for the rest of the day. You'll have the deeper dive later tonight. You're going to have live before lock later tonight, I believe. Let me double check that. And then I, there should be... It's Wednesday. We should have PGA live before lock coming up. Let's double check that as well. I uh, don't have that schedule out yet, so that doesn't help. Yeah, we're, we're going to say that all of those things are happening. I'm going to try to pull up the schedule as fast as I can. But you should have a couple more live shows for today. Let's see. Let's sort this down. Wednesday. Yeah, deeper dive at 5. I'll be back with Bellman. Live before lock tonight, Emac and Neil at 6. And then you get PGA live before lock at 8. Good day, man. We're going to have a good Wednesday. And you get the split slate, so even better. Let's keep it moving. Astros and Red Sox. 4.6 run implied total for the Strohs. 4.4 for the Red Sox. Jose Urquidy and Chris Sale. So Urquidy is 18% owned. And I don't really get it. Um, 6,300 helps. Matchup against the Red Sox isn't fun. They're good, you know? Urquidy not really getting any strikeouts against anybody. Basically a 20% K rate. Big time power issues. 160 Sorry, 160 X ISO to righties, 115 to lefties. 
has had some lefty power issues in the past. I think that all sort of stabilizes. I don't really want to get to Urquidy. 18% owned feels a little high. I got it more like 10. Uh, you can make a case that because of the price, it should be a little bit higher. I don't think it's crazy to get there. Um, He's not the guy that I'm looking for. Like if, if Urquidy's 18% owned, just give me a little bit of everybody else around. Is Jose Urquidy that much better today than Jose Quintana? I just don't see it. I really, really don't. On the opposite side, you get Sale. 8500 for Sale today. He's 13% owned. I think that's about right. I, I have him where he should be about 17% owned. He's got no problem striking out lefties. He's got no problem really striking out righties. We're talking about 28 to 30% K rate, something like that. Has had a lot of trouble with lefty power so far this year and in the past. 202 X ISO to lefties. 145 if you add in three years ago. He just doesn't face a lot of lefties because it's usually a death sentence. So it's Tucker and Alvarez probably on the opposite side. I obviously want to get to Chris Sale when he's 8,500. There's so much strikeout upside. Line is set at, I've got him at 5.3 strikeouts. Let's find out what his line is. Set at five and a half, slight juice to the under. So 5.3 looks damn good. Get yourself Chris Sale. That price tag is beneficial. Is it scary against the Astros? Without a doubt. You never want to target the Astros. But we got to remember, like, he's been all right against righties. I'll take my chances there. Now, for bats, I kind of want a little bit of both sides. I've got 13 Astros stacks. I've got 17 Red Sox stats. stacks. Uh, they're both owned. Red Sox are sixth. Astros are eighth. They're somewhere in that 6 to 8% in the aggregate range. Now, I'm well over on the Red Sox. I've got 13%. A lot of that has to do with using someone like Devers a lot. I get a lot of Devers. I get a lot of Devers the same way I get a lot of Ronald Acuna. Just he's gonna be a lot, he's gonna be a one-off regularly. A fifty-six hundred dollar third baseman is just going to play up pretty well when you have that kind of power. So I like getting to Boston and I want to be over the field on the Red Sox because I am not that big of a Jose or Keedy fan. But I do like the Astros. Six percent on the aggregate. I've got seven and a half. I've got 13 five-man stacks. There's a chance that Chris Sale gets a little home run happy and, and the ball starts leaving the yard here. And it's not like there's not a ton of power for Houston. Bregman, Tucker, Alvarez, McCormick, Diaz, Pena, Altuve too. I mean, this, this is a very, very difficult team to try to get through scot-free without any power. Fun game. The ownership that I hate the most is probably your Kitty, but you probably get a lot of this one. And I think that you feel pretty good about every piece you have. This this game might be the most important game on the slate. Because I think something, because of sales price and because of Urquidy's price, one of the pieces of this game is going to be very important. I'm hoping it's whatever piece I have the most of by the time we get to lock. Now let's close this one out as much as we can. This is where it starts to get pretty stupid. So... We've got a doubleheader here today for the Angels and the Reds. The first game is going to be at 4 o'clock. We are not, I don't think, going to be touching on that one. I don't think that's part of the early. I hope it's not part of the early. I haven't looked. One, two, three, four, five. Shit, it might be. Is it part of the early? I don't know. We'll get to that part when it matters. Angels and Reds. So, again, per MLB.com's probable pitchers, Reed Detmers is the starter for the Angels. 
No known starter for the Reds. What I've seen is Brett Kennedy, and that's what I have in right now. If Reed Detmers is a $7,600 starter against the Reds tonight, I think the Angels look good, and I think Reed Detmers looks fantastic. We shall see if this is the way that it plays out by the time we get to it. But Detmers, if we're just looking at this here, a little bit of trouble with lefty power, 181 ex-ISO to lefties, and he's not striking those guys out. That's okay to me. 30% K rate to righties, 146 ex-ISO. What we're hoping for is the righties. You're going to get De La Cruz, I would assume, from the right side. Maybe the only lefties you see are Votto and TJ Friedel. And if that's the case, that would work for me. I think Detmers is the best option you're going to find relative to salary today. But we need this all to start becoming official. But on paper, a $7,600 pitcher that I have projected for the most fantasy points on the slate. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Let's see. Do we have a strikeout prop here? Andrew Ward, why are you being a total jerk-off? Is that just like the only way that you know how to start your day or what? Go check the scoreboard if you've got, if you've got better thoughts. By all means, start your own show. Otherwise, just shut the fuck up. All right, we need Reed Detmers. Is the, oh, this probably doesn't even have a line. Do we only have the early? Cincy in LA. Yeah, we have only got the early. So no Detmers props that I see. So keep an eye on it. If he's around six and a half strikeouts, though, uh, Reed Detmers is the guy you're going to want the most on the late slate. I also think that, like, you know, you probably don't want to go to Brett Kennedy. <laughs> not the guy that you're probably looking for. It is showing that I have 7% of him right now. That's not something that I would expect to hold. Uh, Kennedy has thrown about 200 pitches in the majors so far this season. Not a lot to write home about there. You can't really add much in. He doesn't project well. 15% K rate in steamer. A 5.2 FIP via steamer. He's not the guy. Now, we can't talk about Angels bats yet because we don't have a hitter salary. I mean, I guess we can just assume Otani is first base outfield 6,500, something like that. I like the Angels a lot. And I like them without Otani being a part of a crunch that you could run. He does not have a salary. He's getting added to the player pool at some point in time today. But I'm going to the Angels here against Kennedy. The run total is going to play out quite well. They are pulling some ownership. They're about 11% owned. They're fourth in our ownership, but I'm over that number. And that's without even including the fact that Shohei, Shohei Otani is showing up with a zero. So I'm going to have even more. I think the Angels stand out quite well. Park plays up lefty power. Great stuff for Otani, for Shanul, for Moustakis, for Tice, for Moniak. Love the Angels. Been getting to them the past couple days. Going to keep doing that. Angels stand out to me. But we can't really dig into them yet because of this doubleheader, because of the way the data is looking, because of the way the DraftKings handles Otani. You'll get a little bit more about the Angels later tonight on the Deeper Dive. Alrighty. Well, 
We just rocked through the main slate. 30 minutes. I'm pretty happy with that pacing. To sum it up, I love Reed Detmers. Any one of the payup pitchers works. Be cautious of the ownership going to Luis Severino from a hitting perspective. I like the Yankees quite a bit. Actually, it might be easier for me to... Yeah, there we go. That'll be a little bit easier to look at for me. I like the Yankees quite a bit. That is my biggest stand so far. I do have a lot of Braves, but not as much as a stack. Uh, I want to be over on the Angels for sure. I expect to be under on the Dodgers. That's the main slate, folks. Now it is time for us to break down the early slate. Ooh, now we gotta, I got to grab everything. I got to grab all of the files. I got to rerun all of my sims so that we can take a look at the early. Now, what we're going to do in the interim is this. Since we're talking, let's pull this back up. I am going to present. I can't share another thing. Okay, that's fine. Oh, that's not what I wanted to do. Ah, it'll be fine. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. I want to show you guys the main thing that I want to talk about here. I'm not doing a very good job of getting it run, but when you're producing on your own, it, it complicates matters a little bit. It's a little bit harder. That's all. That's all. Let's open up this. We'll open up this. That's going to work for everybody. Now I can screen share that bad boy. That's what we're talking about. We are talking about Caesars. Sponsor of the show. Click the link in the description if you want to sign up. Do you know what happens if you click that link and sign up for Caesars? You're going to get the goods, folks. You are going to get... You're going to make a $50 bet at Caesars if you're able to do that. When you do that, you're going to get $250 in bonus bets. Now, they're going to give you $50 of those bonus bets right out of the gate immediately you're going to get 50 then you're going to get another 50 every monday for the next four weeks you got to work through that 50 dollars in bonus bets each week or it's just going to poof disappear and then they're just going to give you the next one so 50 fresh dollars in bonus bets every monday for the next four weeks you're going to get 250 dollars in bonus bets good luck finding a better deal folks that's a fantastic way to start if you have not if you have not Signed up at Caesars yet? You should do that ASAP. Sign up at Caesars. Get the money. Link in the description. All right. Let's get back into Excel. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic. 
take when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Uh, and there's the model. Okie dokie. Now, this is going to take me a minute or two to build this back out. So we could talk. If anybody's got any questions, hit me with them. I'm happy to answer them, but... We do need to uh, flip my entire model over to the main or to the early because uh, the main slate not going to be happening for a minute or two. That's for sure. All right. So let's what are the games on the early? So the 1235 game is not on the early. It does include the both of the four o'clock games. All right. So we're going to have no show. I assume Oh, no, Otani is in as the pitcher on the early. That's helpful. Do I have that already? I assume I do. So no 12-30 game. You get the others. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven game early, right? Got it. Okay, seven game early. Lines are entered. We're good there. Let's refresh the DraftKings salaries. DraftKings salaries have been refreshed. I will grab ownership, top stacks, and top pitchers once we get to that point. Now I can start... I should be able to start running everything I need. Although, let's get Reds and Angels back in there. Game one. Boom. In. That'll help. And now we need to turn Shohei Otani... And Brett Kennedy into Andrew Abbott, which should be pretty easy to do. Andrew Abbott out, call it 15 and a half. All right, so now we've got everything we need for the early slate. I'm talking about Pirates and Cardinals. Apologies, guys. Not going to be something that we're doing here. So I'm going to rerun my DraftKings top stacks, DraftKings top pitcher stuff. Would I lock Otani on the early slate for a single entry on DK? I wouldn't lock anybody in anything in baseball. Especially on a seven-gamer. Okay. So we got top stacks running right now. That'll only take a couple seconds, and then we're good to go. In fact, it's already done. So let's get top stacks refreshed. Let's get top pitchers run. Wow. Is Seattle really that good of a stack on the early, or do I have something broken? Mariners taking on the White Sox. Who's throwing for the White Oh, Michael Kopech season against Seattle. Yeah, I get it. I sure get it. I really do. Pitching very different on this early slate, too. Very, very different. All right. Top pitchers are done as well. Certainly going to be getting to some Otani, that's for sure. And guys, 
I haven't touched on it yet. I know I just talked about Caesars. Sign up for the SIM tool or the lineup generator as well. Like if you're more of a single entry guy, a three max guy, you're playing lower stakes, the promo code is SCORE. You're going to get yourself 50% off your first week of anything you're using for it. I think you should use our MLB premium package because you're going to get projections, ownership, top stacks, top pitchers. You'll get the lineup generator and you'll get Discord and it's all going to be less than 10 bucks. Great deal. If you've got the money though and you're looking to step your game up, MLB Sims tool, that link is in the description. You saw all the content that Adam did for the Sims tool. Greg does it as well. The boss man, Tom Kennedy, has at least three dubs in the relay throw just in August. Special thanks to the Sim tool for that one. It's a lot of money. It's 180 bucks. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not cheap. But you are getting the most revolutionary tool in DFS. Come check it out. All righty. First game on the early slate. I sounded like Emac on that one. It's going to be Tigers and Cubs. Ooh, I got to grab uh, all of the stochastic data as well. So I need early ownership. Let's get that. MLB ownership early. We need top pitchers and top stacks. So early ownership. Looking like a Corbin Burns, Shohei Otani day. And then we're going to get early top pitchers. And we're going to get early top stacks. And then I am going to run a crunch while I do this stuff. So that eventually I can analyze everything I need. And tell you guys what I'm actually on for the early slate. Now this will change by the time we get to like 1230 or something like that. You never know what you're going to totally end up with. But this is our best guess for it. Hmm. All right, let's see. Let's upload projections. That's easy enough. Tariq Skubal and Jamison Tyon. Interesting game to start off here. Uh, looks like I'm in agreement with most of the stuff on the site, at least for this first one. So that's always, it's always nice to know that you're in lockstep with the site. It helps out a ton. Lineups are being generated as we speak. But now we talk about the game. So Scooble is 7,200. I think that's obviously a very interesting price tag. Um, he's more talented than that, in my opinion. Uh, taking on the Cubbies here. Tyon is 6,900. We have 24% ownership coming into Scooble. We have 5% ownership coming into Tyon. Now, Scooble is 14% top two pitcher. I have it at 10. Uh, he appears to be pretty over-owned. But it also feels like a really high floor matchup for Scooble. So keep that in mind. Probably a little over-owned at 25%. But looks great against the Cubs. Has been fine since he's been back. 32% K rate to righties across 520 pitches. Has had no problems with power whatsoever. If you add in last year, no issues with power whatsoever. If he can go deep enough into this game, I think he looks really good. Do I have a lot of him right now? We don't know yet. We're still running those sorts of crunches. But he does stand out. Maybe a tad over-owned. 
price tag helps. Jamison Tyon on the other side probably should be 5 to 10% owned. He's 5% owned. It's probably a little light. Facing the Tigers in Detroit, always going to make you look a little bit better. Lefty power absolutely dies in Detroit. That's the big piece here. 289 X ISO to lefties for Jamison Tyon this season. 66 park factor to lefties in Detroit. If any park is going to save Jamison Tyon, it is probably going to be Detroit. There's not a lot of power to righties either. So I kind of think Jamison Tyon's a little sneaky today at 5% ownership. We'll see what that actually looks like. Crunch just finished. Uh, definitely need to rerun it though. Because uh, I'm a little bit overexposed to Seattle. And I need to limit that a little bit before I run the crunch. Now, as we talk about bats here, Tigers are fifth in ownership at 7%. Cubs are eighth in ownership at 5%. So the Tigers are pulling a little bit more ownership. That should not be all that surprising. It's tie-on on the opposite side. You don't really want to stack against Scooble. Um, if you're asking me, I think the Tigers are the better option. I also think that they're properly owned. Most of their boom rates match their expected ownership rates. I think the Tigers do look like a pretty neutral stack for the early against Tyon. But that said, I also think that Tyon is sneaky too. I want a little bit of everything in this first game. Now, the implied run total doesn't look good at all. 4.3 runs for the Tigers, 4.1 for the Cubs. That is a bit problematic. That's a bit low. That That is also a piece that makes me more interested in Jamison Tyon, obviously. But as you look at the Cubs side, 8th in ownership, 6th in top stack, 13th in top value. I mean, Bellinger's 6,100. Morel is 5,100. Nico Herner's 5,900. I think all three of those guys are overpriced. There's a lot of flexibility on the Cubs with MPEs, but I imagine when I actually run my sim, I'm going to be quite a bit lighter on the Tigers than, or on the Cubs than what we're showing for ownership. All right. That crunch looks a little bit better. I've got my 5,000 lineups. Let's go ahead and load that up. I'll be able to tell you exposures in about two minutes. So let's refresh my lineup pool. Done. And now the sim can run. We'll have those results in about two minutes. Is that lineup already out? Did we get that Cubs lineup already? We got the Pirates lineup. We got the Cubs lineup. We got anything else? No. Well, I should have refreshed that, and I didn't. Oh, Pirates lineup doesn't matter. So the Cubs lineup's the only lineup that we got. Either way, I'm not all that interested in the Cubs. Wally Ball, so I appreciate you uh, letting me know that that lineup is out. I'll bump back to Tigers and Cubs in a second once this sim is over. Or can I filibuster long enough? Uh, no, we'll, we'll hop back to it just to look at any exposures. But for now, we're going to bounce over to the Brewers and Twins. It's Corbin Burns on the hill for Milwaukee. It's Kenta Maeda on the hill for Minnesota. Now, as we look at this one, 33% ownership coming into Burns. He's $10,500, $700 cheaper than Shohei Otani. I think Otani grades out a little bit better than Burns does for today. Your mileage may vary there. Uh, I'm going to look at the strikeout prop here because 
I think this might be a better spot for Burns than Otani. I'm a little nervous about Otani's depth in this game, but I'm expecting to have more Otani than Burns. Let's find Burns quickly. Man, I hate that these games just aren't in order. There it is. Kentamaeda and Burns. Because I got a lot of strikeouts in this Minnesota lineup. All right, Corbin Burns. Line is set at 7.5, minus 128 to the over. So I got him at 7.8. I feel pretty good about that one. Uh, Burns shows with a boom of 28%. So I think he's properly owned at 33%. My sim is just about done. So I think Corbin Burns looks fantastic. To me, very clearly the second best option you can get to, unless uh, Cole Reagans is a conversation starter for you, but Burns is going to look just as good as Otani. That $700 is going to be the interesting piece. All right, lineups are done, so we can refresh the model. And boom, we're in. All right. All right, so I have 37% Burns. That'll work. I also have 70-something percent Otani. That will work. So I like Burns, and I'm having no problem getting to him. You're probably using at least one of Otani and Burns. Probably not both, but I do think Burns looks good, and I do think they should be basically the same ownership. I just happen to be getting to more Otani based on the current builds. I must have the salary. On the opposite side for Kenta Maeda, 9,200. We like him more than I do. Uh, strikeout prop is set at 5.5. I'm a little bit lighter there. I'd say the site... I'd say stochastic projections are probably a little bit more right on Kenta Maeda, but I think Burns is the guy that you want. From a stack perspective, 2.5% ownership coming into Minnesota, 6.5% coming into Milwaukee. That is sixth. I'm neutral on Milwaukee. I'm actually a little bit over on the Twins, but not by anything crazy. You know, it's 11% to Julian. It's 10% to Carlos Correa. I don't mind getting like real players or leadoff hitters in this scenario not expecting to take a giant stand on the twins but if they're two and a half percent owned and four and a half percent in stack score i think they look okay on an early slate the brewers on the other hand are just properly owned they should be about six and a half percent they are they probably a little over owned based on our stack score but i think it's probably a little bit more neutral than that i'm a bigger believer in the brewers than it appears we are i actually have them fourth in my top stack tool feels a little high but this park plays up power and that's what you're looking for in a DFS contest. We keep that one moving. Oh, uh, Tigers and Cubs. So as it turns out, I do have a bunch of the Tigers. I'm close to 2Xing them. Um, I don't mind that at all. I do wish I had more tie-on and I don't. That's kind of a bummer. I don't have as much Cubs. As, or I have more Cubs than I wanted to have. 11 five-mans, but no major stands. And I do like the top of the order. It will also look quite different once I load in those real lineups. Uh, do you, let me add that to the screen. Do you cap ownership projections for lineups at a certain number? I'm getting over 200% owned on some lineups. I do not do anything like that, but it is a mechanism that you can use um, if you're trying to avoid aggressive chalk. But it's not something that I do. Michael Kopech and the White Sox have a four-run implied total. George Kirby and the Mariners have a 5.6 run implied total. The Mariners are standing out here as very, very good plays. Uh, Michael Kopech a bit less so. Although, if we're being honest, Michael Kopech is 6K. He's 1% owned. And I think that he should probably be like 9 or 10. 
Because if Cole Reagans is 26% owned and Michael Kopech is one, I'm willing to take my chances, even though I expect Michael Kopech to get bludgeoned. It's a bad spot. Now, Kirby on the opposite side. 8,700 here in Chicago. It is not a great strikeout matchup. His strikeout prop is set at five and a half. The under is minus 122. It's the same prop as Kopech. Five and a half. Kopech is minus 140. I actually have slightly less strikeouts going to Kirby than Kopech. Maybe that balances out as we go a little bit further, but I don't think either guy looks great. If I'm going to either one of them, it's probably Kopech because of his ownership. I think George Kirby is properly owned at 12%. I also don't have much hitting in this one, but that's going to be controversial for one of these sides. Um, I'm not surprised that this is happening either. So for the White Sox, they are 5% owned. They're 13th in top stack. They're third in top value. They are cost-effective and probably a hair under-owned. I have 10 stacks. I'm neutral to the field overall, but I'm happy to get to a little bit of Chicago here against Kirby. Is that a good spot? No, it is not. George Kirby um, gives up a little bit of power to lefties. That's probably going to be beneficial to Cal Raleigh, to Dominic Canzone if he's in. JP Crawford, good enough in the leadoff spot if that's happening. <laughs> Steven Leibowitz. I love doing solo shows. They're my favorite. That's not to say that I don't like doing shows with other people, but I live for doing these solo shows and sharing my screen and just talking about what I've got on here. So I hope everybody else likes them as much as I do. Um, with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We got to talk about Mariners bats, though. They obviously are, they have a huge run total. They're the number one stack in our top stack tool at 19%. They're the number one stack in my top stack tool at 20%. Top value, we're basically the same. They're number one in stack score and it's not close. However, this is not a team that I will be getting a lot of when we get to lock. That is not an invalidation of the Mariners. You should still play Seattle. They are the best team on paper, but what you do in the rest of your lineup is what matters the most. Right now, I am ultra, ultra light on Seattle. I have eight five-mans, 8% aggregate ownership. I am less than half the field on Seattle. We've got 31% ownership coming into Julio Rodriguez, 20% to Suarez, to Raleigh, to Teoscar. All of these guys are in double digits, and they should be. I don't think any bit of that is crazy. Is it excessive? Yes. Is it wrong? No, this is the best team you can get to. The park is great for power. Everything looks really good for Seattle. I don't expect to get to a lot of them in a 150 max scenario. But if you're playing in limited entries, I think Seattle looks a lot better in that realm. But for now, I think a lot of my Seattle... Look, I only have eight five-mans. If I just look at my pivot table here for Seattle, I have... A little bit, like, it's probably half of my exposure to Seattle is one-offs. So, like, I have 16% of Cal Raleigh, but 12% of that six, like, 12% of 
not like 12% of 16, but like there's only four more percent. The, the difference here matters. 12% of that is all happening outside of a five-man Seattle stack. I don't really have Seattle. I'm using them as filler for the rest of the stacks that I have. For the White Sox bats, you know, have a little bit. Process show coming back soon enough, folks. Um, 330 people in here. Hit the like button. How many likes do we have? 94. All right, let's get that bad boy up over 100. We need to do that for sure. Make sure you're watching everything else we have. I'll have contenders videos out just after this show ends. I still have to record them quickly. I've been holding off just because of like the salaries and the uh, and like the lack of Otani, things like that. I'm hoping that'll get fixed before I want to run it, but we'll take what we can get. Let's go to the Oakland A's and the Kansas City Royals. 3.8 run implied total for the A's, 4.2 for the Royals. This game didn't have a line earlier, does it now? It does. And it's about what I had. I'm a little light on the run total, but I don't think it matters. Uh, this is not a game where you want the offense. Although, maybe because... Did we not have pitchers or something for this one? Reagans and Martinez. So I have Kyle Muller for the A's. Has that changed? Is it not Muller? Let's find out. All right, so... Martinez as the opener, Kyle Muller as the long man is what we're supposed to see here, I think. So I've got Muller in. And he's good to go, right? He did throw on the 19th. Oh, that's Martinez. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna move with Muller right now. Anyway. We want to talk about the Cole Reagan side of this one to start. He's 26% owned at 5,400. I think he's a little over-owned, but the value here is fantastic because you're in Oakland. The park is fantastic. It neutralizes righty power. Cole Reagans is a lefty. He's getting nine righties in the projected Oakland lineup right now. That is important to note. I don't know why they would do that. Like, here's where everything breaks down to me in terms of platoon splits. They have this data. Cole Reagans gives up more power to lefties. He doesn't give up anything to righties. Maybe you should be trying to do this a different direction and put lefties in your lineup against Reagans. If they don't do that, Reagans looks fantastic. 0.091 X ISO to righties this season and a 29% K rate. Cole Reagans is an absolutely phenomenal value option for today. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it because he's 5,400. There's so little you need to happen correctly at 5,400. And then if he goes for 20, you just have to have him basically because he frees up so much additional salary. Do we have props here on Reagan's yet? We do. Cole Reagan strikeout prop. Six and a half under. The under is shaded to minus 142. I got him at 5.3, and I still like him. And I could probably go a little bit more on that Reagan spot. Now, for Kyle Muller on the opposite side, or Martinez, or whoever the hell is starting here, or Oakland, I'm not interested. Even at 4,700 for Muller, I don't think he's going to be that guy. Decent enough value, but you're not going to be confident enough he goes deep, like, or if he throws enough innings. Now, if we talk about bats, I disagree a little bit about where we have Kansas City. I don't see any scenario where they can be the number two top stack. I think that is happening because of the opener scenario. We tend to see that from time to time. 
Kansas City can't be the number two stack in Oakland. This park will not allow that for a team that looks like that. Seattle's obviously one, but there's no way to put them ahead of the Angels right now or the Phillies or the Giants for that matter. At least I don't think. So I think I'm a little bit more realistic on where the Royals rank. Fifth in top stack, fifth in top value, fifth in stack score. I think they're wildly over-owned, but they are a decent value. I just don't really see it in terms of that much ownership. There's no chance I'm going to have 15% aggregate ownership to the Royals. I have three right now. Would I mind a little bit more? No, but this is the most over-owned team on the early slate. If we see the ownership change, that's great. I just don't want to attack anybody in Oakland, no matter how this has been going. Similarly, on the opposite side of this one, Oakland doesn't look as good. You do get a little bit of the benefit of facing Cole Reagans and him being in a quarter of the lineups, but they're seventh in our top stack tool. They're 11th in ownership. They're probably a little under-owned, although maybe this position, or maybe the, the Kyle Muller situation is causing issues for Oakland too, because I have them 14th in top stack. That would be dead last, uh, not seventh. I, I don't know how you go to seventh on Oakland here either. So I think that's going to correct itself as we get closer to the early lock. I don't want the A's bats. I don't want much of the Royals bats. The primary thing you should do in this game is Cole Reagans. We've got a couple more to go. Phillies and Giants. Michael Lorenzen, probably not going to throw a no-hitter, going for the Phillies. Alex Cobb going for the Giants. Uh, Lorenzen's 7% owned. He should be around 10. Nothing, No issues there. Alex Cobb is 6,300 today. 13% owned. That's probably about right. I think both pitchers probably deserve about 10% of ownership. Cobb is more talented, doesn't get bombed, not a lot of strikeout upside. Lorenzen is sort of the opposite of that scenario. Not as good of a pitcher. Maybe a little bit more upside here against the Giants. I'll probably have 5 to 10% of both. Now, for bats. 9% aggregate ownership coming into the Phillies. That is third. I only have one five-man stack of the Phillies. I'm quite light here because I don't like taking the Phillies against Alex Cobb. 152 XISO to lefties, 167 to righties. But other than lefties, like it's going to be tough for Schwarber and Harper. Those guys are going to scare the shit out of me. Otherwise, I think we're going to be okay. He doesn't really get touched up by righties. There's going to be enough of them in that Phillies lineup that I'm feeling good. I just don't want a lot of Philadelphia, especially if everybody's already on them. On the opposite side of that coin, though, I'll take some Giants. They're third in top stack, sixth in top value, eighth in ownership. Pretty significantly under-owned based on a uh, stack score. I've got the Giants ranking higher. They're on the road. They're giant positive ballpark shift. Plays up power to both sides. Slightly plays up runs. Lorenzen, not a guy that I'm ultra worried about. He's only striking out about 19% of guys. He's got a 170x ISO to lefties and righties. He doesn't really get touched up all that much, but he does struggle to get any swinging strikes against righties. I like the Giants side. I currently have 34 five-mans. That'll come down a little bit, but I'm 3xing the field. I think San Francisco is a very sneaky stack for today. This is a spot that I want to get to. They are going to be one of my primary stacks on the early. Get yourself some San Francisco. Like 3,700 for the lefty Lamont Wade, potentially in the leadoff spot, checking off first base in a park that's got a 114 park factor for lefty power. Yeah. Jock Peterson, 227 ISO against righties in this park. Yes. Conforto. Yes. JD Davis. He's a righty, but I still am okay with it. 
Patrick Bailey doesn't have the power. At least you're getting lefty-righty. Meckler doesn't have the power. At least you're getting lefty-righty. I like the Giants today. That's the moral of this story. Two games to go. 325 people in the house. And we're up over 100 likes. That's where we need to be. Would I use the Giants in single entry? Yeah. Probably. I wouldn't mind it. Angels and Reds early slate edition. So uh, ignore Shohei Otani showing up in the lineup here with that $11,000 salary. It's just the way that my presentation happens. 4.7 run implied total for the Angels. 3.7 for the Reds. It's Otani. It's Andrew Abbott. Otani is 11200 Andrew Abbott is 9K. As I look at the props for this game, do we have it? We do. Do we have strikeout props? We do. Seven and a half is the strikeout prop for Otani right now. Even action on both sides. The Reds lineup will be very important here because I'm projecting a lot of strikeouts. As you can see, I have Otani projected for 8.9 Ks. Basically a full strikeout ahead of the line. That's why I'm getting such a massive amount of Otani right now. I'm expecting more strikeouts than the line showing. If we get the lineup out and that drops to like 8.3, 8.2, I'll be a little bit more in line with where the line is. And I think that that's going to bring my Otani and my Corbin Burns back together again. Now, on the opposite side, Andrew Abbott is 9K. Uh, not the best matchup in the world. Better for strikeouts now with Trout back, but scarier for sure. Abbott is 5% owned. I think he's under-owned at that price tag. He's got a five and a half strikeout prop. I got him at 5.7. So I think I've got him properly projected now. He should probably be five to 10% owned. I don't have any, but I don't mind getting to a little bit of Abbott. Not a lot. The bats here, I want the Angels. I'm attacking Abbott. That admittedly scares me a little bit, but I like the Angels here. This park plays up lefty power in a big way. Andrew Abbott has had no trouble whatsoever getting lefties out. 094 X ISO to lefties. But if the lefty is Otani, I'm okay with it. There's a lot of righty power here. You get a $3,400 Rangifo hitting righty in the leadoff spot, knocking off short. Maybe there's not as much power, but 162x ISO works. He looks awesome filling in short. You lose Otani, but of all the spots you could lose Otani, this is the one you kind of are okay with. Trout as a righty looks great. And then the next most expensive angel that you can get to right now is 3,800. This is insane. These guys are so cheap. Tons of power from Drury, Ohapi, Grichik, Renfro. Lots of righty power. And oh, by the way, 192x ISO to righties for Andrew Abbott so far this season. The angels are getting a little bit of ownership, but nothing too crazy. They're eighth in aggregate. They're fourth overall. I'm locked and loaded on the Angels. I'm 3x the field now, and I'm, I don't mind it. This is the stand that I'm taking. I hope these righties, I hope we get the right lineup. I hope we get these righties attacking Andrew Abbott. I don't have much interest in the Cincinnati Reds against Otani. That shouldn't be all that surprising. If that's a direction you want to go, by all means, take that risk if you want to. However, it's not going to be me. Does Otani give up a lot of power to lefties? Yeah, 220x ISO to lefties so far this season. You're going to see, you know, TJ Friedel, Ellie De La Cruz, Joey Votto. Those guys are going to stand out today here as individual lefty plays. But ultimately, I would rather have Otani. And now, it's 11.05, final game of the early slate. We've gone through everything. We've gone through the main. We're on to the early. You've got the deeper dive later tonight. You've got live before lock later tonight. 
And now you've got the final game. Thank you guys for being here. It's been a fun one. Seth Lugo and the Padres, 4.1 run implied total. Sandy Alcantara and the Marlins, 3.8. 27% ownership coming into Seth Lugo. He is 6,700. Another value option. To me, mildly overowned. Probably should be in that 15 to 20% range. No issue whatsoever. Great park. Solid enough matchup here against the Marlins. What is the strikeout prop for Seth Lugo right now? I got him at 5.2. The prop currently sits at 5.5, even action. I think I have him basically right. It's a really nice value play against the Marlins. Alcantara on the opposite side, 8,200 for him. He's 9% owned. I think that's proper. He should be about 10. Strikeout prop is set at 5.5. 134, minus 134 to the over. I think that I might be underrepresenting Alcantara or we just see that line come down a little bit later today. That said, I'm not getting to a lot of Sandy. He's been different this year, scaring me a little bit. 153 XISO to lefties, 140 to righties. There's just no strikeouts to be had here. So as I look at the game, I don't want much. I don't have a lot of the Padres bats because it's not as if Sandy Alcantara gets touched up all that much, especially in a park like this. And I don't really have much of the Marlins bats because I don't think that they're very good in general. I'd rather get to Seth Lugo. I just don't, like, there's power in the Miami lineup. Lugo does have a little bit of trouble with lefty power. Jazz Chisholm probably stands out. Jesus Sanchez. I'm not going to get to a lot of the Mariners or a lot of the Marlins. So this game, I kind of just want to be quiet other than Lugo. If we're summing it up for the early, at least for me, for right now, Angels and Giants are the two teams I want to get to the most. They're not getting a ton of ownership. That is my path to victory. I like Otani more than I like Corbin Burns, but I think it's probably going to be a little bit closer by the time we get to 1 o'clock. That is where I stand for right now. Cole Reagans looks great. Uh, I'm going to avoid the ownership on the Royals in a pretty big way. I hope you guys join me for that one too. Guys, we're done. We made it through the show. Everything has completed itself. 300 plus viewers. We're over 120 likes. I've had a hell of a time and I hope you guys have as well. Keep your eyes peeled for my prize picks video, which is already out. Go check out the contenders. In about an hour, they will be posted. They're gonna be for the main slate. So, uh, you know, you don't have to worry about only having a little bit of time for the early. Good luck, everybody. This shit was fun. I'm not going to be on the strategy show tomorrow, but I will be on the deeper dive tonight. Good luck, everybody. I will talk to you guys later tonight, I guess. That's pretty easy. Peace, everybody.